Breast cancer is the most commonly occurring cancer in women and the second most occurring cancer overall. More than 2 million women every year are diagnosed with breast cancer the world over. Awareness about prevention, diagnosis and cure of the ailment has increased considerably over the past few years. However, the after effects of mastectomy are largely unaddressed. In this episode of AM Infocast, we catch up with Vikas Karg, co-founder Prayastha in a Breast Cancer Awareness Month special. Prayastha is addressing this need to improve the quality of the life of breast cancer patients by developing an additive manufacturing technology to manufacture personalized implants. Tune in as Vikas shares his source of motivation to co-create Prayastha, the areas of healthcare they are addressing and the future of elastomer additive manufacturing. Welcome to AM Infocast Vikas. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much, Aditya, for hosting me. I'm glad that I'm here. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Because there's no doubt that, uh, you know, AM is uh, solving a lot of problems in the healthcare domain. So what was your motivation behind creating Prayastha, you know, and how has the journey been for you? Well, um, inception of Prayastha was partially a plan and partially serendipity, if you ask me. I was doing 3D printing as a hobby since my college days in 2014 and I was in constant search of the right problem in the healthcare domain as I always wanted to do something in the healthcare. And at the same time, I wanted to use uh, the biocompatible materials, uh, the knowledge of biocompatible materials that I studied. And one fine day, you know, very lightly, I proposed that we should make personalized breast implants for breast cancer survivors uh, when I was having dinner with my friends and that's it. It instantly clicked Shilpi, who was also there, and we both started Presta. At Presta, we have developed our own manufacturing technology, uh, which we call elastomer additive manufacturing now. And as its name suggests, uh, this is a technology exclusively focusing on elastomers, especially the implant grade ones. Our first focus is, of course, silicon, as it is a widely used material and also one of the best biocompatible material for long-term implants. And using this, we make all the soft tissue implants that are completely personalized or patient specific. Now, coming to my journey at Presta, I will say it has been a lot of sweat and a lot of, and at the same time, a lot of learning as it always happens. And that is because we had to develop our own technology from scratch, unlike a 3D printing service bureau who could borrow or buy the technology from others. When we started Presta, we were just thinking of a machine that can print silicon. But now, since we have been on this journey, we realized that we have to develop our own designs, lattices, slicers, and as well as many other small or large tools. Um, since the existing tools were always meant for conventional materials and not customers. Nevertheless, I will say we enjoyed it very much. And I can clearly see that there is more for us in the store. That's great because, and you mentioned uh, elastomer additive manufacturing. Can you share uh, a bit more on this technology and how is it different from existing technologies out there for printing elastomeric uh, technology materials? Sure. Um, as you know, any manufacturing technology is heavily dependent on the material that one wants to use. And so is our case with silicon. Silicon is different than other conventional 3D printable materials. And I will say in two important aspects. The very first difference comes from its inherent nature itself. As you know, you know, while most other conventional 3D printable materials can change their physical forms, say from liquid to solid, um, and that is what is exploited in any 3D printing method, one cannot do the same with silicon. Silicon needs a cross-linking reaction to convert it from liquid to solid, 
and it has to be done using a crosslinker chemical and few other chemicals as well second important aspect is its transition from say liquid form to solid form is completely reversible and only for once which was not the case with other conventional 3d printable materials so you cannot reverse the process once silicon is converted from liquid to solid or, or the correct term is cured and these two important aspects render the existing 3d printing technologies irrelevant for silicon and obviously hence we have to develop our own technology for silicon and which we started calling elastomer uh, additive manufacturing or eam now eam uh, takes care of these two aspects and few other things as well very beautifully and hence now we can make uh, we can print blank grade silicon materials directly from their raw form directly from the raw silicon that is there in the package and uh, you know you have developed this new technology to deposit implant grade materials while the traditional approach is you know which is currently used by companies is to develop new material for existing 3d printing technologies you know so what is the thought process behind this approach at prasta where you taken this extra effort to come up with a new technology to suit the material well uh, for this i will say at prasta uh, we see every product as a blend of three things first design of the product itself second the technology with which it is manufactured and third the material using with uh, using which it is manufactured as you might agree with me that these three are the important factors that strongly influence any product and its design and when it comes to implant which is our case or in our case the implant is the product so hence there is a fourth factor also which is the regulatory requirement now we made this choice very early in prasta that we will treat the material as a constant and will not tamper with it at all and we chose this so that we can get a comparatively easy pathway at the regulatory and we don't have to address the material safety and biocompatibility again though i am a materials guy still we chose not to develop the material in prasta but the additive manufacturing technology around it so we use the same material that is used for making any other breast implant and the this same material is being used for few decades now for making breast implants and hence we can claim that our implants are completely safe and which areas of healthcare are you targeting at prasta and uh, you know as you mentioned uh, some of the challenges you are addressing but can you share more details on the challenges you are addressing with uh, eam or elastomeric additive manufacturing currently we are focusing at specifically at the soft tissue implant space in prasta however uh, it did not really escape our notice that eam in its current form or maybe in a modified form can also be used for many other things for example scaled up bioprinting food printing and even the conventional rapid prototyping business with elastomers uh, however in prasta we uh, implants are our first focus and we are adding personalization to that now as i was mentioning earlier uh, we have kept the medial constant so clearly the design and the manufacturing technologies are the two areas where we derive the uh, our value proposition for our products we do not uh, print the same designs for breast implants that are conventionally available but instead we have developed our own designs and lattices and these are optimized for breast implants and while doing that we could solve many issues that were there with the conventional implants and to name a few like first was the leakage so conventional implants leak uh, in response to uh, an impact uh, or a manufacturing defect now our implants are completely leak proof because they are not filled with any silicon gel in the first place second uh, what i heard a lot from a lot of surgeons 
that the implants displace and flip and even flip uh, after the surgery. Now, again, uh, this is solved with our implants because these implants can be directly sutured and, and there is no displacement of flipping afterwards. And third, of course, the personalization. Now, when I say personalization, it doesn't mean personalization only in terms of shape and size, but we are also personalizing in our implants in terms of weight so that uh, there is no imbalanced body weight after the surgery. And finally, you know, uh, in terms of touch and feel too, uh, because breast implants uh, are a very important part uh, of the body, but our breasts are a very important part of the body and hence the implants should also be treated in the same way. So we tailor our lattice designs as completely as per the user needs. And these are the challenges for the implants we address using EM for implants. That's really interesting because I think uh, there'll be a lot of, uh, of avenues which open up with this approach and this technology you are uh, talking about. So what is the roadmap looking like for you in the next uh, few years? Well, uh, we are through with most of our fundamental R&D. And I will say that in the next couple of years, we'll be focusing a lot on our road to the market for breast implants. Now, that essentially means fulfilling all the regulatory requirements by conducting all sorts of studies and experiments, be it animal trials or human trials or anything else. Uh, at the same time, we have also uh, added us another shorter pipeline product, which is breast prosthesis with similar value propositions uh, here in breast. Uh, breast prosthesis are essentially uh, the external breast forms that are worn externally. And they are not as intense uh, of a medical device as the breast implants are. So we definitely, uh, there is a shorter regulatory requirement for breast prosthesis. Now, needless to say that our adventure with improving AM will continue. Uh, and maybe in future, we will also be optimizing uh, the same technology for some other elastomers as well. That sounds like a great plan. And, you know, we wish you uh, the best on your journey. And, uh, you know, great talking about this new technology or you, you have come up with it. it and it, it's great to see that, uh, you know, companies like yours are also coming out of India. So that's a great thing. And, uh, you know, thanks a lot for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, Aditya. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Thank you for joining us for this Breast Cancer Awareness Month special episode of AM Infocast powered by AM Chronicle. Do tune in next week for another fresh episode of AM Infocast where we talk about how a combination of additive manufacturing and artificial intelligence is disrupting the future of manufacturing. Stay tuned and see you next week.